episode 84, Now What? Part 2. We literally just finished recording part 1, and it was over an hour long, and so we're going to split this puppy up, and uh, we're going to just, yeah, continue with our discussion, what we wanted to talk about. So part 1, we talked about what we have learned really so far, like just where we are right now, right? To remember that basically the conclusion and you didn't seem to disagree so i'm assuming you're <laughs> you're, you're right where i'm at, i am with this uh, you're in agreement with this that we we realize that yeah we just we more 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 than anything else at this point it's being okay and loving ourselves with where we are right um that's one of the big things that's that's coming out i'm sure if we think about it and Spend some time trying to process everything. More stuff might come out, but right now, I think that's what we needed to hear. Yeah, right? I would agree with that. Okay. You need to turn your mic on. I'm here. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> so I was just talking, and I didn't have my mic turned on. Not at all. You want to repeat what you said? <laughs> um. So. <laughs> wow. Um. What did what I say? What a way to put you on the spot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we were talking about loving ourselves. Yeah. And um, I was just saying that that's kind of the journey that I've been on for a while. Yeah. So So you agree? I you agree. totally agree with that. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> we're going to roll with it, man. I'm not editing this out. We're, we're just going to roll with it. Hey, it's... It it is the true us. Yes, this is it right here. <laughs> okay, so okay, so we want to talk about what we've learned, and now we want to move on to the second part, and that is talk about how we think things will be different. On a certain level, people's approach to things did not change. Right. You right. Know, you watch the news, the news was still the news and they still did the news in the way that they did the news before. Right. <laughs> As they the do. The only it now. difference is they're at home now. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so then they have to do the newsly thing and clean up whatever mess they had yeah. <laughs> in the sink or behind or whatever right, to right. make it look make right. Make it look right. <laughs> um, so because we all know after living at home with uh, all your people for that long, your house is not that clean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, except mine. So, anyway. no. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, you saw that, but, you know, then, then this whole quarantine fatigue. First, it was like this, what they call plague dread, and then quarantine fatigue, and then, you know, more and more voices started getting out there, uh, you know, and and casting doubt and dissent from, you know, what they're being told to do. And uh, just people started kicking against it. Um, and then on both sides, on you know, both extremes. And uh, so those voices are getting out more and more, more now. Right, right. And they were at first. And that's a natural thing, I think, that happens. But it does bring to mind, it does make you aware again it kind of goes back to the i want people i want people to be more self-aware yeah i want people to take this time to you know i want this i want people to understand i want people to get this um and you know and maybe i am 
you know, I live in fairy tale land thinking that it's a possibility, <laughs> right? Um, it's not reality. And um, anyways, I'm starting to see some of this stuff and it's like, well, did we learn anything? You know, did people learn anything from this? Um, did people, you know, realize how much love there is in the world? Do they realize how interconnected we really are? You know, how many people, you know? Is and, and again, I'm not going to allow the actions of the negative actions. The, what I see as negative actions from a handful, handful meaning, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of them. But generally speaking, <laughs> it's a handful of people. You know, I'm not going to allow that to completely ruin or completely eliminate my belief and hope that some things will be different. But I guess I was a little more optimistic at first. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm back down to reality. And yeah, even among people that I know, um, that I've seen, you know, in our in our local community even, where, yeah, there's all sides and very few people hit the middle. Right. A lot of people are on one or the other. And it's not that they don't, it's whatever's driving them. Right. What is driving them, right? And there was, that's how their their reactions are based on what's driving them. It reminds me a lot of um, 9-11. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, when, when everything happened, um, that was the first time in my lifetime that I had seen camaraderie across the board. Um, for the first time, the Southerners were loving on, quote, the Yankees. I mean, I grew up hearing about the Yankees, you know, <laughs> and, um, that's so funny because <laughs> I grew up in Southern Louisiana and Texas is not Southern. We <laughs> never considered Texas Southern. Well, I didn't where I'm from. If you were, you were above I-10, you weren't Southern, but anyways, <laughs> but there was being that, Southern was equivalent to being Louisiana from Louisiana was meant equivalent to being a Cajun. Right. You know? <laughs> so anyway, it's, that's yeah. But <laughs> for the first time in my life, I saw camaraderie. Yeah. And it happened for a long time. You know? Solidarity. People yeah. standing with one another. Yeah. And when this took place, that was what I saw. Yeah. And now I'm seeing the complete opposite on Doesn't so seem many to last facets. long, does it? No. And I think that goes back to We get tired to, of it. We get tired of being nice, I think. I don't know. Maybe uh, not. <laughs> but that's what I like that's I what it feels what like is. to me. Yeah. It, we just I don't know, but in the grand scheme of things, I don't see things changing a whole lot yeah. nationwide. And maybe that's because we're talking about millions of people, maybe sure. billions. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know the number, but it's it's a big number. And so when you get a mass amount of people, you have a mass amount of, I hate to say issues, but each person carries their own problems, their own trauma. Mm -hmm. And so with each person's problems and trauma, you multiply that times a billion or a million or however many we have in this nation, you're going to get a lot of conflict. 
And so, I mean, it makes sense that we're not going to stay in solidarity. But I guess the hope is that we all would. Sure. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The first couple of weeks, I loved the solidarity that we were in. Mm -hmm. Like, there was just something comforting about that. And so I kind of grasped onto that comfort, kind of yeah. like a, mm-hmm. kind of like a blanket, you know, a little kid in their blanket that they carry around with a Linus, if you will, you know, <laughs> like I carried that solidarity as my little, my comfort. And then I guess if you want to continue the analogy of a child, I kind of grew up a little bit Yeah. and I saw the reality of the situation and. In the grand scheme of things, I don't see a whole lot of change happening. Yeah. At this point, yeah. I mean, talk to me another two, three months, six months, a year, depending on right. how this prolongs, you know. But, however, I I do think there's a potential as time continues to move forward that there will be a portion of people who will, for, who will forget the solidarity, who will yes. forget what they witnessed that was so inspiring. Yes. Um, things will happen. Life happens. Things will happen. And that's important. I, you know, I, ugh, that's the business I'm in. But I do, I do believe that something is going to be different with a certain portion of people, right? I do believe that people are going to move forward and they're going, they are going to take something from this with them right and um a a certain appreciation even just for i mean could you hidden behind all of the facades and the images and the characters that people like to portray whether it's Intentional or unintentional, whether it's through media, through social media, through the news, through one-on-one interactions, through just things that you see. Hidden behind all of that, there is this love that is there. Yes. Yeah. And it does come shining through when it's most needed. And that's what we saw. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the tide goes out and it comes back in. Right. Um, I, I, I am forced to believe that there are, there's a certain portion of society that is going to be changed from this. Yes. It may not be as apparent, but when you think back to, at one point, at some point, this is going to be in the history books. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> Our kids were talking about that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is going to be in the history books. And when we think back to this, we're going to think back to what it was like. And, you know, if history is, we learn anything from history, it's every time we've lived through something, when we look back at it, Oftentimes, we do remember the good. Right. We remember what was good about it, right? And when you think back to when the Blue Angels flew over yes. North yeah. Texas, 
when you think back to that first that first video of the people in Italy singing yes. to one another from the balconies and then it happening in New York and the various places where people at certain times would just come out and celebrate you know the the first responders the people who were the nurses in the hospitals and so on and so on um when you started seeing what people in the community were willing to do business owners who have some of them may have actually closed now and will not reopen others who are struggling to stay open in the beginning what they did for people right like they were giving food away they were delivering food. They, people were delivering food who never delivered food before. They were doing, they were providing free meals for people. Like they were stepping up and they were loving on people. Like they were doing what they needed to do best in that moment. Right. When you, you think back to all of the, the good things that would happen. One of, the, one of the first podcasts that I did when all of this started was, you know, Focusing on like love during COVID nineteen, I think is what I titled it. I'm episode seventy something. I don't know. <laughs> um, it was pointing out the good things that people were doing, like what how people were stepping up to help. Some of those people may not be around anymore. Some of those businesses may not be around anymore. But when you think about what they did in the beginning, right, 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 and then maybe what might have happened, yeah, that that can't help but be inspiring. I think um, when you think about, you know, the people who nurses, you know, we hear st- just all the stories you hear about people who are willing to go into these environments. You know, nurses who they're not having to deal with it where they are, and so they went to New York. Yes, right. Um, People who are willing to go different places to help with this and to do it, like the people who are you know, you hear stories about women who went out and they bought all the masks that they can find, and they're standing out in front of Walmart, other stores. They're putting on social media, "We'll be here at this time if you need a mask, show up." We'll give it to you, right? Right. We're hearing of businesses, people, communities pulling together the protective gear and donating it to the hospitals and the doctors. You're still hearing stories of this as these offices, these doctors' offices, gynecologists, dentists, um, other places begin to reopen. Um, People are donating things to them. Not all of them. But people are donating. Like you're seeing, you still, you're still seeing some of this happen. What about what about the the school principal? Was it at Wiley East? Wiley High. Wiley yeah. High, um, who went to every senior's house? Yeah. Right. Drove. Oh, I think it was seven, eight hundred miles or something like that total. Like as he's going to each each house, um, you know, you think about what. School what the teachers did, mm-hmm. how quickly they were able to turn around and adapt, right? Mm-hmm. What school systems were willing to do. Schools are now feeding kids in the community, you know? Uh, like you see in various states and various cities, uh, stories of, 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 of cities are purchasing motels and, you know, 
giving shelter to the homeless because this could get out of hand if the homeless get this, right? We're right. trying to contain this thing. Um, you see over and over and over again the things that people were willing to do. When you think back on that, right, that doesn't, that doesn't go away. Right. And right. I think there's a certain portion of people who are going to take that with them. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like just like 9-11, um, you know, I think, I think we have a tendency of looking at situations like this, especially people like me, and hoping that, wow, this could change things. Yeah. This could change things for the good. Mm-hmm. People can learn something from this. this. is a transformative moment, right? And you're looking at those things, and you're, you're hoping that this, maybe this is the thing that'll do that. Maybe this is the thing that. And I think it does for certain people. For some people, right? For the nation as a whole, it takes a lot more than that. I think it takes a. It, it, yeah, that's not even an area I want to go into right at this point. But um, you won't the situation to do something that it's really not built to do on a grand scale. Yeah. That makes sense. And it could. And oftentimes you don't know if it will right, until right. after the fact. Right. But people, things go back. People are people. Right. And that's so complicated that why would you expect it not to? Right. Right. However, when you look back and you think about, what that was like. Yeah. You know, where you were at the time, how you felt. Um, and you, you think back to the good that happened, right? Um, you know, people came together in a way that was momentous. I mean, it was what was needed at the time. And you think back to that, you think back to, you know, even some of the politicians, the people who were in office, elected officials, you think back to how all of a sudden, you know, you might be, you know, from, you know, Timbuk to Mississippi and you now have a heart for people in New York. Right. 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 You, you know, um, you think back to what people were willing to do, the first responders and, you know, those who went up to New York, you know, from other states to help with the the cleanup and the, you know, the mm-hmm. f- trying to find people in the recovery efforts. And you think back to all that and that has an effect on you, right? You, you, you know, it's there. It can get hidden under all of the things that pile up after the event. Right. Right. But when you look back on it, you see that, and there's something different. There's something about that. There's something inspiring about that. I think it'll be the same with this. Now, the difference is we're not looking back on necessarily what other people did. <laughs> no, this is what you did. This right. is affecting you personally. This is this is why I think this has the potential to be make a bigger impact. I do think that there are people who are going to walk away from this and they're going to forget about it. It's not really going to have that much of an effect on them. They're going to think, this is an overreaction. This is this, this, this. They're gonna whatever they're gonna think, but I do think that there's gonna be a portion of people who are gonna walk away acknowledging the good, yeah. acknowledging the love, acknowledging what they saw, what they experienced, what they themselves did, how they themselves were helped, how they were help, able to help other people, and I think people are gonna take that with them. I yeah. really do. I really do. Now, I think that. It's up to those people 
to pass that on to, well, the kids who didn't live through this. Right, right. Right, those who are coming next. I think it has some potential. What? I don't know. Do I think it's going to affect people? Yes, I have to believe that people... And look, and I'm not even saying that I'm going to walk away from this a totally changed man. Right. You know, I'm I'm becoming aware of some things (laughs) that, you know, but... That doesn't mean that those things are going to go away. I'm just more aware of them. Right. Right. Um, So I'm not saying that I am the poster child for, (laughs) you know, transformation, you know, through, through, through pandemic. But I know that there are more people who are self-aware and who do. I know. I know that I'm not the only person. Right. <laughs> not the only one. We're right. not the only couple, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I have to believe that there is something. What that is, I don't know. Right. I'm a very fairy tale person. Like, I live in a dream world a lot of say, times. I'm a prince. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm a king and sometimes I'm a prince. Okay. Yes. Um,. <laughs> But so I, I mean, I am, <laughs> just let you think it, l- let you live in your fairy tale for a while. Um, <laughs> but I hey, just, I am self-aware. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. did, did you listen to the last podcast? <laughs> hey, I was present. <laughs> um, but I do live in this dream world where I want things to be. You want things to work out a certain way. You yeah. want things to be. Yeah. I want it to be mm-hmm. happy mm-hmm. and fluffy and sparkly. You know, everything to work out. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't, it's really hard for me to not function necessarily, but to move forward, I guess is yeah. the right word. And so I, I try to make it to where it is happy and fluffy yeah. and sparkly. And, um, I can't, I can't force people to be that way, you know? And so that's where my cynical part comes in where I'm like, I see all these people and all this negative and I'm just like, oh my gosh, nobody changed. Nobody saw what was going on. Like we just went through this great thing like a month ago and everybody was all together and now we're tearing each other's heads off. Why don't you see it? But then when you stop and you really do look back, you can see all of those good things that took place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the things I told our youngest daughter when this all kind of started taking place and she was very anxious. Her biggest fear was that we were going to get sick and then she wasn't going to have a mom and dad. And like, how is this going to work? Or what if you get sick, mom? Or what if dad gets sick? You know, and... And so I, I mean, I didn't sugarcoat things. I mean, we're pretty real with our kids, but I mean, she's eight, so you can only be, you can only be real so much, I guess, you know? And so I tried to kind of make her think about like, one day you're going to be a mom and you're going to be able to tell your kids about the time when you couldn't cut the crust off your bread, your peanut butter and jelly sandwich, because there wasn't any bread in the store. And you had to save your bread. 
And then you're going to tell them how all the stores were out of toilet paper. And your kids are going to be like, out of toilet paper? That's crazy. <laughs> you know? And so I was kind of playing the history card with her and making her see, like, one day we're going to look back at this. Yeah. And we're going to see some really good times. And then the other day, the same child was upset because her church camp was canceled Mm -hmm. and you know all these things are getting canceled and oh i hate COVID 19 and it's it you know just the whole sob story about all these things being canceled and i said well you know there's some good that's come out of it like what i don't see anything good out of COVID 19 and i said you know remember those times where you got to stay up really late and you didn't even have to take a bath (laughs) And she was like, yeah. And then another daughter chimed in and and we got takeout all the time. And yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's, it's the looking back, I think, that's going to allow us to really see the changes. Yeah. yeah. And even, you know, because by nature, the way we are, there are things that might change for us. Perspectives might change for us. Um, but over time, that even changes and there ends up being my experience for me at least is there ends up being like one or or two things right that stick with you longer yeah for the long haul um and so as much as i was i would like to say that there are gonna be all these you know this new new lease on life. <laughs> I'm not sure. I am not as optimistic about that. Right. I do think things are going to be different. Some for the better, some for the worse. Um, well, I think there's going to be some short-term Yeah, I guess changes. that's a good word. Um, I mean, I think there were a lot of things that we took for granted. Mm-hmm. That we no longer have at the moment. And when we get those things back, um, I think that's going to be one of those big changes that happens. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're going to actually see how much we really did need those things. Yeah. Um, you know, just being able to be with those groups of friends that you used to see on a daily basis or a weekly basis that you can't see right now. And they might have gotten under your skin sometimes and you like you didn't always look forward to seeing them. But now, after being gone for months, yeah, yeah. you're like, you know, I wish I had that annoying thing that's going on here, <laughs> you know? Like I was telling yeah. my oldest daughter that not too long ago. Like some of those things that you just got frustrated with, that some of the 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 situations, the groups, the peoples that you were frustrated with, now you're missing them. Yeah. And so when we come back together, there's going to be a stronger love for those people than there was two months ago, three months ago, however long. Yeah. So I guess that kind of flows into the next thought, which it's different. It sounds the same, but it is different on what do we hope will be different. And I think that that, that kind of ties into that. Like you, you hope that people 
will appreciate that more and that when yeah you when you <laughs> those people you thought were annoying <laughs> yeah it had more to do with you than them right because now yeah. you really want to be with them yeah right um you know for me as i think about how things could be different Maybe what I hope will be different. Um, I hope that, at least for those people who have learned to appreciate slowing down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope <laughs> that, I hope that people moving forward, even when things start ramping up, however long that takes, I hope that people will have learned to slow down and appreciate the moment. You're not taking a jab on me. Right. No. (laughs) (laughs) I would never do that. Um, I really do. I really hope that people will slow down and learn to appreciate the moment and like fully appreciate being present in the moment and taking it in for all it's worth. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and in doing so, seeing what's most important in that moment. Right. And what's most important is what's in front of you. Right. Where, where are you? What are you doing? That moment, you know, and living in that moment for all it's worth. Not trying to fast forward to the future like a lot of people are trying to do right now mm-hmm. or trying to go back in the past like a lot of people are trying to do, but just simply appreciating this moment for what it is, right? Yeah, it's a pandemic, Yeah, but you're alive. Right. And now look at what you have gone through have look at what you can appreciate yeah right and remind yourself of that and live in each moment maybe like as if it's a pandemic i don't know whatever it is you gotta gotta figure out the dude right i just i hope people yeah learn to appreciate the moment more be present in the moment one of the things i hope is um that people will love their families a little bit more. I mean, yeah. we're we're a pretty close-knit family anyway. Um, when one person hurts, we're all hurting. Um, it's we're And people from the outside have even commented on how close our family is. Um, and how they can tell that when one person is hurting, we're all hurting. But there's been some times where each one of us has just needed to get away. Mm-hmm. But I think that's because we're seeing each other for who we really are. Like, we're seeing their true selves. Nobody's hiding anymore because we've all been together for a long time. Like nobody's going out to this place and going out to this place. Like we are all in the house all the time. 
except for the kids that go outside and play. But we've kind of, there's been some tension. People Mm -hmm. have gotten on other people's nerves. But that's good Mm -hmm. because we're seeing each other. We're being real and we're being true. And I think we can appreciate each other more when we're real and we're true and we're not just passing each other by Mm -hmm. here and there. You know, Um, I know it's been a struggle for a lot of people to be home with their families. I mean, our neighbors next door, those poor people kind of got a little upset the other day (laughs) and you could hear it in the backyard. Tensions are high and I get it. But when you step back and you're like, you know what? These are the people that I'm doing this with. These are the people I'm actually doing life with and we're working this out together. Yeah. So I really hope people can see that in light of Mm -hmm. the tension and use that to move forward and just become a closer family group. Yeah, that was next to my list is (laughs) I hope that people will have deeper connections with family, um, deeper connections with friends, just deeper connections with people, appreciate people, know how much... We're all so connected and interdependent. Um, yeah, I, I hope that we can appreciate the relationships that we do have and appreciate the opportunities to maybe even create more, right? Yeah. Appreciate even the people you don't know. Appreciate, you know, that that cashier <laughs> <laughs> their lifelines right now for people, you know. Right, right. Uh, appreciate, you know, the store managers and the waiters and waitresses, the people who are handling your food, the people appreciate, you know, um, just appreciate people more. Right. You know, maybe less self-centered and more understanding others' perspectives. Yeah, this, yeah. You know. Um, that's a big thing for me. I also hope that people recognize the small things. <laughs> um, I know I've mentioned this before on podcasts, but when Disney plus put onward out, yeah, yeah, that's a small gesture, but it was the world, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, little cards in the mail. You know, things being dropped off at the doorstep. A random text that says, hey, how you doing? You know, in the grand scheme of things, those aren't really big. I mean, those people who did that, they are not the nurses who are going to New York and taking care of the, all the people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not a big gesture like that. But it's those little things that mean the world. Yeah. yeah. You know, the bird that's singing. I mean, the little bunnies that are hopping around that <laughs> that eat all your grass or your plants or whatever you have growing. I know they can be a menace, but they're so sweet. <laughs> I mean, and maybe it's just because I've walked millions of miles around my neighborhood and yeah. I just see a bunch of bunnies all a bunch the time. Of bunnies everywhere, yeah. But... It's They're not very big either, so no. this wouldn't be very good eating. 
stop. I mean, if you had to, you know. I mean, no. it's probably. I mean, you might get. I mean, it's more than a squirrel. Uh, no. I mean, you, well, I mean, if you had to. Not, not <laughs> the bunnies. Well, I mean, if it was between a bunny and your dog, which one would you do? I just would die. No, you wouldn't. No, <laughs> the bunny. But nonetheless, appreciate the little things. <laughs> which flows right into, you know, my final one was, you know, I... I I would hope that people would have a greater appreciation for life. Just the fact that you're alive, you get to live this life um, and see it for all it's worth. Yeah. You know, like, no matter what, no matter the circumstance. And people people could say things like, well, yeah, you know, look at you, look at where you live, look at you you have a house and you have a vehicle and you have a job and you have this and you have that. Hey, you know what? There was a time in my life I didn't have any of that. Right. I had none of that. I can speak into that. I was homeless. I was a drug addict. Um, I had nowhere to go. I had nowhere to sleep. I had no food to eat. Um, you know, I had, I felt like I literally had no one. I know what that's like. Um, I get that. Right. And yeah, even in those moments, even in those spaces and in those places and those, those head spaces, um, there is something to appreciate, and that's life. Mm-hmm. You get to enjoy this life. You can make of it what you want to. Right, right. And it's yours. You, If you so choose to live that way, it's yours to make of it what you will. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah. Be grateful for it. Be grateful for the life that you enjoy, that you share with everyone and everything around you. Yeah, for the great little bunnies that wouldn't provide you a whole lot of meat if you had to do it, right? But they're so cute. (laughs) Be grateful for those neighbors and those friends and those people. Be grateful for life, just a new appreciation for life. And I know that this all probably sounds like pie in the sky to people. You know, at this point, people are, you know, trying to deal with getting a job, having, you know, getting back to work, getting busy with their work, um, preoccupied with people will will become more and more preoccupied with that and more and more preoccupied with the recovery um what comes next what comes next after that and then after that and after that and what's the next thing after that um i get that we can get lost and overwhelmed even with you know what what comes next? What we have to do next? And all of this can sound just like, you know, philosophical jargon. But 
I really hope that people will take something away from all of this. That they've learned something. Right. I really hope that people have learned learned just, just just one thing, just one thing, just one thing. Learn something from this. And they take it with them. And well, it never leaves them. It right. just stuck in their head and they can't it just changes them. Their perspective, even in some small way. Doesn't have to be a big thing. Just in some small way. You know, our neighbors that they got into it. Somebody pulled a knife out. I mean, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Um, <laughs> and we heard all of it. And when it was all said and done, I thought, whew. Um, no, nothing happened. Everybody just walked away. But for me, it demonstrated how high tensions were. Right. Yeah. The fact that no one did anything demonstrated that more to me than 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 anything else. Right. Um they didn't want to do that. No one wanted to hurt. In the moment, it might have sounded like they did. I don't believe they did. I think that's why they walked away. Right, right. Um then when it came down to it, they really didn't want to. Um maybe they realized that wow, I can't believe this has gone this far, you know, over something silly, stupid, you know. <laughs> right. Sounded like it was over a Wi-Fi password. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what it was over, but um, it it was it was. But but anyways, I I remember thinking, and I said, you know, that just demonstrates you how high tensions are with people. Even they, from that moment, can walk away, having learned something, right, and take that with them. Just one thing, you know? So, yeah, I think for me, I hope, what I hope will be different, you know, I hope that people will slow down and appreciate the present moment more. I hope people will have experienced deeper connections with family and friends, with people, right? I hope that people can have a greater appreciation for life, and I know that sounds like, like a lot. Like wow, that's. But I hope that from that bucket, that's a gumbo pot, full of good, good, good flavors, right? I hope that everyone has learned something from this situation, and that something is. It's in all of that I just mentioned. Like one spoonful. Right? Just it's, one yeah, spoonful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's good, yeah. And if one... It's got to be a big spoon now. I mean, because you got to get a little bit of this and a potato salad and the... Okay. But if everybody takes one just spoonful... Just a little bit, right? 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 It makes Eat, you crave more. Yeah. Even if it's just a filet. <laughs> just a little bit, you know, from this. They learn something. Take something from it. And I think that could help with whatever comes next. Well, and maybe the ultimate hope for all this is for, for each person to learn something. Kind of like 
Yeah. The yeah. previous podcast, you know, yeah. what, what did we learn from it? Yeah. So maybe the biggest hope of all is actually one of the smallest hopes of just each individual person having just one thing that's changed. <laughs> because so, yeah. if one person, yeah. if yeah. everybody has one thing that's changed, well, then the whole world has changed in some form or fashion. So, yeah, like we... Yeah, we learned something, and now we're hoping that everybody else at least learned one thing, something, right? Right, just just one thing, just something. Get something from. There's something good. There's lots of good that can take be taken away from this. I'm one of those people who can see a learning experience in everything, and it drives my kids crazy. But especially in the big events. Especially in the traumatic things, there is something you can take away, something that's going to change you. Yeah. And you have the power to change you for the better or to change you for the worse. And so maybe the big hope is that you use your power to take that something and change it for the better. Hmm. Yeah. So. There it is. I think the hope is maybe what can be different and maybe the hope is that you have or you will or maybe you'll continue to learn something from all of this that you take with you and it sticks and it multiplies and changes others. So that one spoon becomes a whole bowl and you're filled with the goodness. As long as a big gumbo bowl. Well, you know, eating gumbo out of these little cereal bowls, I don't don't cut it. I don't cut it. (laughs) We need something big. (laughs) Yeah, so there it is. Our hope is that you will have, you are, or you will continue to, or maybe you will, right? Learn something. Yeah. Something you take with you. Something that can help change things. Because I think that's what it takes. It's a collective effort. One plague is not going to change it. Right. It's the individual people. But if each person right? changes. Yeah. Just One something. turns into two, Just turns something. into ten. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There it is. So, episode. Which episode is this? 84? I think. I keep wanting to say 85, but. 84. Episode, yes, 84. (laughs) Now what? Part two is complete. So, grace and peace, and we'll talk to you soon.